Hello, episode 33. We're at 33. My goodness. So this episode, people, I'm going to call a year in review. So howdy and welcome to a year in review. And basically that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look back at the year and how it's been. Um, First and foremost, it's been, as far as this podcast is concerned, it's been an amazing year. And I can only thank you for your continued enthusiasm. Um, I hope that I've entertained you, that I've given you food for thought, that I've introduced you to friends old and new. Um, Definitely for me, new as well. And maybe helped your day along a bit, whether it's doing homework or housework or commuting or flying or train journeys or even just chilling out at the end of the day, then I hope I've been company to you. Um, I've really loved reaching out and, and definitely connecting with people in countries where the struggle is a very different struggle to mine, um, life struggles or LGBTQ struggles, places where LGBTQ people are still not accepted or it's even illegal and I hope that for you listening might bring you some comfort Um, and just to say that we are here for you and we're supporting you and uh, we can only get out on the streets and march for you and sign as many petitions as we can. Um, I hope that I've encouraged people to actually take some action against, I suppose we're going to have to call it atrocities around the world like the one uh, the ones in Chechnya um, and the like. Um, and also, I hope I have entertained you all. Um, really, my, my Christmas present from you, dear listeners, that I ask from you is that you keep on coming back for more, that you keep on subscribing. If you haven't subscribed already, I'm sure you have. Keep listening. And get out and shout my name, the podcast name, from the rooftops and spread the word. Because as I say, dear listeners, I'd like to be able to go back to a a weekly podcast. And really to do that, I need to be able to use this as a a stream, as an income stream as well. Um, That's not the main aim for doing it. That's not my main reason for doing it. But if I have to be really honest, I I would like to spend a lot more time, as I've said before, an investment in in what I do. Um, and to do that, really, I just need to keep uh, growing in listenership. It's grown and it's it's incredible. Um, and people from all over the world connecting each week. So, and the and slight digression, I have to go there, is that the, uh, the website for the show will be ready soon. I know I've said that in the last one, but... Um, the gentleman who is working on it has been a busy man as well and life takes over. So I will be getting that out as soon as possible. And as soon as it's there, I'll let you know. Anyhow, um, so yes, um, just please keep coming back for more. Um, and hopefully we can continue this ride. There is also been the question that I brought up myself last year and I'm going to mention again now is that next year... 2018. I'll be getting married. We know about that. I've bored you all silly with that story. But after that, 
I'll be hitting another milestone, which means, in fact, I won't officially be a 40-something anymore. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to change... I've thought long and hard about this. I'm not going to change the name of the podcast. And it's not that I'm ashamed of hitting the big five O. <gasps> Just a little bit terrified. No, I'm, 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 I'm really not at all. Um, it is just that it's become, it's my brand. Um, and I'm going to stick with it. Um, we'll, we'll see uh, over the, uh, definitely for the next year, it's going to remain the, the same name. Um, and if you've got thoughts on that, drop them to me, please, via Twitter at Kelly Matt. <laughs> Let me know. Um, anyhow, that's all by the by. But yes, just so you know that that's where we're going to be going for the rest of next year as well. It's going to stay the same name. Um, the Christmas edition will be coming out in two weeks from this one. Um, as I said before, and I'm really looking forward to releasing that one. It's lots of fun. And lots of previous guests will be joining me again. And there will be a small hiatus while we move into January, um, just because of life and things having to continue. And I'm going to be very busy. I'm going to be doing um, a a very special gig um, starting later this week. And I'll tell you about it when it's done. Um, and t- talking about things that when I've done, I did say I'd talk to you about the Get Therapy Tour, so I'm going to. And it was a roller coaster ride of emotion, which sounds like something a Celebrity Big Brother contestant would say, but it genuinely was. Um, I've made three very uh, special new friends. Um, I got a lot out of performing. The show was really well received in a lot of venues and a lot of audiences uh, came up and spoke to us afterwards and um, I had a few people come up and speak to me individually and say that the character I was playing had touched nerves with them and, and thank you, which is lovely and which is, you know, one of the reasons I do what I do. So that was special. Um, and we visited lots of fun places and met lots of lovely people, as I say, um, people who work in the venues, people who were in the audience. Um, I particularly liked Canterbury and I loved, uh, I, f- I fell in love with Colchester. Um, there were, there, there were other lows. There were, there were, there were, you know, as in any work situation, there were, um, there were tensions and sometimes that got me down. Um, I'm, it's given me, if anything, it's given me the, the intent to just carry on and do my own thing because the situation with my mum and, and her ongoing scenario with dementia is just that I'm not, I'm probably still, if I'm really honest, there's still fragility there. And I have to, I think for the time being, and maybe for the foreseeable future, be in the driving seat creatively. Um, and I think that's definitely where I'm going. As I say, I've got this one-man show that I'm developing. And I went to see Mr. Mark Farrelly, who's going to be directing my piece next year, in his one-man show um, about uh, the writer Patrick Hamilton. And uh, I, 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 it, it will be continuing. Um, he, he does ongoing dates. He plays Patrick Hamilton. He does another show where he plays Quentin Crisp. And I will give you information on those shows um, as and when I'll ask him to uh, give me details. Um, I'll probably get him on to talk about Quentin Crisp uh, in the new year as well. So um, so look forward to that. Anyway, uh, talking to him and after doing this, 
it's kind of given me that that's that needs to be a main aim. So I may not be doing as many tours. I say that now and then I'll get offered something and I'll be off on tour for six months. But at the moment, I feel like that's probably the best way for me to go. But anyway, um, hello to the new friends from the show, people in the audience, people who've connected with me um, and the other actors. So that's been good. Um, before I get on to recommendations and do the year in review... Um, I finally have to say, and I know I, I kind of have done it in the Christmas podcast, but um, the thanks I give there are before it kind of all the guests have been collated. I did the Christmas one quite a while ago because I just was inspired to do it and feeling in the mood. So I got people together. Um, but so therefore, I want to thank all of my guests, guests, friends, people who've chatted to me this year. I want to thank my sister. Um, Beverly Rage, John Sears, Lawrence Wenzel, Nadia Ginsberg, Dan Dor, Dale Page, Tempest Azure, Steve Nallen, Pete Shaw, Pamela Naidu, Tim Brown, Peter Bramley, Tony Higgins, Major from Straight Up Gay Podcast, Stuart Sait, Andrew Haler, Menno Kuiper, and Kieran Parrott, all for being great sports, and for some of the gentlemen coming back a second time and helping with the Christmas podcast. Um, so thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a pleasure, and I hope to have some of you back again. Um, and I look forward to those who I haven't met, perhaps when I'm over on your side of the pond, meeting up with you there, or vice versa. Anyway, so that's all my introductions done, and I think it's time to get on to recommendations. So yes, recommendations. Um, well, one that probably a lot of people are already on, and it was other people that suggested it to me, and this is just a real quick one to throw in here, is the Netflix series um, Mindhunter. And I've started that and absolutely love it. And uh, everybody said that I would. And uh, I'm looking forward to plowing through that between now and Christmas. Um, so yes, uh, definitely recommend for that one. Anyway, that was just one extra one that came to mind as I thought about recommends. Um a major one this week is uh, is a music is a music recommendation, and it is from an artist calling himself currently Mister Jukes, and Jukes is J U K E S. Mister um, Jukes is a um, is actually otherwise known as Jack Steadman from uh, Bombay Bicycle Club. And Bombay Bicycle Club, for those who don't know, uh, are a Crouch End in London-based indie group and uh, have been very successful over the last few years. But uh, this is a solo uh, album that Jack Steadman, the lead singer, has presented. And he's going away from the indie and it's um, kind of soul funk stuff. Um, and it has uh, Leanne Le Havis and De La Soul on the album, so it's got that going for it. Um, it's, uh, again, it's, it's you know, I, I keep going back to the positive. It's another really positive album and, uh, and, and one that I think is going to assist me in my travels um, as, we, as we continue through the rest of the year. Um, now, the, I always give you... Um, tracks that I particularly like uh, there is the one uh, when you're when your light goes out which is uh, the track featuring Leanne Lahavis but the favorite one is a track called Ruby so if you want to go and trial a track go to Ruby 
by Mr. Dukes. And it's available on iTunes. So yes, that's my music recommendation for this week. So yes, the year in review. So I'm just going to give you kind of bits and pieces and just kind of reminders and just of, of how it's how it's panned out for me and and some of the, the the highlights and some of the lowlights of the year for me personally and just generally in the world um started the year fairly positively and kind of had the idea that I was going to get this podcast up and running um and in January I recorded my first podcast uh, and kept it to myself for a few maybe well a few days I think a couple of days and then put it on SoundCloud um, before iTunes and so it was out there in the world so that's where the journey began um, I have a date for the iTunes when that actually kind of not that SoundCloud hasn't been real but uh, putting it on iTunes was the sort of the, the marker for me anyway we'll come back to that but January um, I've had to just go <laughs> I'm just literally sitting here with my diary going oh yes oh that's very interesting and that's not very interesting at all um and, and some of it might be a bit random and may and, and maybe it isn't all necessarily completely fascinating but I hope that you'll bear with me and and, and go on the ride with me through the year um so yeah just looking at January I realized um, I got a casting for a film and that I've talked about called Limbo and I got the role um of Howard in Limbo, which I had a great time doing. Um, I've actually now seen a rough cut of it, and I think it's going to be great. Um, the directors had lots of problems this year, and that's why it's taken longer for it to be uh, put out into the world. But anyway, I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Um, uh, as I say, I've seen a rough cut, cut of it, and it, and it looks like it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a good one. Um, I had the complete and absolute pleasure of working with a really great actor called Paul Tonkin. And Ton Tonkin is spelled T-O-N-K-I-N. You can find him all over YouTube. He's done all sorts of bits and pieces. He has a sci-fi miniseries that he's involved in on YouTube. Um, but yeah, uh, he's a super guy and a very talented Um and uh, and I really enjoyed working with him, and I'm only can only hope that we get to work together again in the future. Um, I'll be putting links to the film when it's all there and when I can. Um, but yes, uh, so that was kind of how my that was one of the first highlights of the year. Um, I'd been dilly dallying around a lot in January, and I'd also been kind of I'd spent some time gone to see uh, my friend Laura. Uh, and Peter Duncan in their panto in um, in Dorset in Poole and uh, was kind of motivating myself to get the year going. So uh, so anyway, that happened. That was good. Um, and then, as you may remember, I had a photo shoot in a famous, famous goth star's home, um, and that was a fun day. Um, so it was February the 1st when I went live on iTunes, as I say, it had been on SoundCloud before that, but for those of you who joined on iTunes or who are still joining me on iTunes, that's when I went live on iTunes. So um, that's where we were. But as I say, it had been uh, a couple of weeks at least before that on SoundCloud. Um, I'd also, not long after that, the same week as I was live on iTunes, um, I'd been up to Edinburgh and I did the training with the actors there where I trained them to uh, the kind of the module the, the, uh, that I do for teaching um, 
foreign language students in London and I went up and did that and that was great fun and made some uh, made some chums there. That was lovely. Um, February also brought me the recording of a Zombies Run, the audio book thing that I did. That was lots of fun. Um, and then also the end of February, I've realised, is when Kieran came in and was my first guest interview chat person. Um, so that's when people started, when I started to include other human beings in this this here podcast. Um, March and April was a bit rough because my mother had become particularly ill. She had infections. And uh, to be quite honest, we didn't think she was going to be around much longer past her. In She was taken into a hospital, Queen Elizabeth Hospital in London. And we thought that was probably going to be it. But somehow, miraculously, she made it through and went back into the care home and is still there. And But it was a rough time and it was very stressful for all my family. And we were all just feeling particularly fraught um, because it was kind of us dealing with yet another thing. Um, so uh, my friends Paul and Peter gave me and Keith keys to their home in Margate. And Keith and I went and had a week in Margate and pretended we were living there. And uh, I that was when my... I think maybe this could be something uh, in my life started to happen. So we'll see if I end up there. Um, we'll look back on that. Um, the end of March uh, was uh, was actually quite... Well, I mean, what happened? The, the, Keith's brother, Brian, uh, arrived from the US. And it's always a pleasure to see him. Um, he, but unfortunately, he arrived on the day of the terror attack on Westminster Bridge. Um, it didn't really affect him or uh, directly, but it was just a very strange day to arrive in, in London. Anyway, um, we did escape to the country. We did disappear to the Lizard in Cornwall the very next day. And we got a train down to, and I think I've discussed this with you guys, I got a train to the country. But then, and this is something I haven't revealed before... It was a beautiful and lovely trip, but we did have a car crash, a rather unfortunate and nasty car accident, which I've never said before. Um, We, well, so what happened? I don't drive and Keith has not driven in the UK ever and used to drive in the US, but he hasn't driven there for since... Ooh, probably 2003 or two or something. So he actually doesn't have an active license anywhere and and and, uh, and has never, and w- just wouldn't attempt it and doesn't want to attempt it at this time uh, in our lives to, to drive. Anyway, but his brother Brian, who drives all over the place, said he'd be happy to do it. Now, the problem was when we got him into a car, we got him into a car that was, first of all, on the different side of the road, steering and everything um and it was an extremely computerized modernistic uh deal which meant that there was a lot that was kind of to deal with um for somebody who's used to driving kind of and i don't think he'd mind me saying this dry used to driving trucks more and uh kind of uh cars that, that have a little less going on shall we say um and it was a large old fairly large old beast anyway we got into the thing and then we drove the wrong way um and uh and essentially long story short we drove up a hill and because his brother was very aware of what's going on 
on the driver's side because he's not he's so used to seeing traffic that close to that side of the car that he didn't notice, as is in the windy streets of Truro in Cornwall, a house sticking out. We drove into the house and crashed and the car filled with smoke that I thought just meant we were going to die and we couldn't get out and we were all going to explode and that was the end. I then discovered later that the smoke that came out of the car, of course, was the was from the airbags. <laughs> the airbags went off. Um, and, yeah, I, I was particularly shaken and we were taken into a into a nursery school and stuck in a kitchen uh, for safety's sake and rightly so um, while the ambulance came to check because I just had uh, strange chest pains and thought I don't know whether I'd broken ribs or I don't know what punctured something um, I think uh, Keith's brother is a little bit more buoyant than us and just kind of got on with it really um and uh he's a tough mountain man and i'm a city dweller but anyway um that happened and we all survived but we were very show very shaken i keith and i were particularly shaken and so I, I i thought it was probably wise that we didn't try and get another replacement car and that we just did the rest of our journey in a minicab for the next 60 miles Better to be safe than sorry. And actually, it wasn't too bad. And the, the ride was pretty quick. Um, and uh, we got one in reverse back the other way. Um, and it was fine. And then we just walked when we arrived. But yeah, so I did have the beginning. <laughs> that was that was uh, all a bit of a strange period of time. And the illness of my mum and then having a car crash and the terror attacks. I was all a bit like, this is this year is, yeah, I'm not so, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Um, but it's not all been like that. Um, so two highlights. Slight uh, side note here as well, I just wanted to say, because uh, 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 that my boss, my teaching boss, has been very unwell this year and just to wish her well and it looks like she's uh recovering and um it's just has slightly unfortunately affected her ability to uh, keep businesses flowing so um so she's not been able to do that i hope life can get back to normal for you lynn and that you continue to recuperate and uh, that we see you very soon uh yes um April was also uh, the purple rave that I had a brilliant night with uh, my sister and friend Colin. And we had, that was particularly one of my favourite nights of proper dancing. And I don't do it as much as I'd like to anymore dancing. And so that was good to, to let one's hair down. So that was good. And that was a year on from Prince. And so got a year had already passed at that point. Um, from Prince, Prince Passing. Um, end of April, Keith and I started, we started seeing um, wedding venues and we looked at Elton Palace where the crown was partly filmed um, and it was all getting very grand and expensive. And uh, then we looked at Trafalgar Tavern, which is also very grand, but not quite as expensive and also probably more suitable to us and we felt we we sort of fell in love with the idea we since have course been to tom and cat's wedding which was a highlight uh this year which was in september um and uh yes um 
that was one of our highlights was seeing two of our very good friends get married. So I've jumped ahead there, but I know just while I think about it to say that's definitely been a highlight. And I got to read um, some A.A. Milne at their wedding and was very honoured to. And it was just such a lovely day and seeing lots of old friends and faces. So that was great. Um, so my love to you too. And I hope it's all going well. And we'll be seeing you over Christmas and New Year. Um, then, uh, so yes, yeah, seeing wedding venues. Um, then uh, Major from Straight Up Gay Podcast was my first transatlantic interview. And I'm just looking, here was on April the 23rd. And that's when I first started doing Skype interviews. My love affair, there's not really a love affair with Skype. You've heard me complain. You've heard you've heard the problems yourselves on some of the podcasts. Sometimes it's in, it's I'm just unable to uh, edit them, so I can't get rid of all of the material that's been Dalekized by the um, by the beauty of Skype. And I'm, tra- I'm trying to find ways to alleviate that problem. It just happens uh, pretty much every time I use it, and I'm not quite sure why. And I've had technical technical friend. Uh, Tom, who was marriage we went to, actually come and look at it. And uh, I think I'm going to have to get him back for more because it just doesn't stop being a problem. Hasn't stopped being a problem. Anyway, so Skype and I began our tempestuous relationship in April. Um, But anyway, lots of good results have come out of it, so I shouldn't complain. It's a free service, so blah, blah. Stop being ungrateful. Um, but yes, so, uh, that was straight up gay podcast and major who, uh, at the moment is, I don't want to say sadly, cause he's taken a hiatus. It's not a sad reason he's taken a hiatus from straight up gay podcast, but he's taken a break because he's got a new baby and well, um, we'll be stopped being a baby soon. I suppose it's been a few months. Um, but has, uh, has kind of and rightly so, has kind of had to prioritise between work and having another child, and uh, so is having a break. But hello, Major. I hope you're still listening. I think you're still listening. And we haven't spoken for a while. But um, but I would suggest as well, listeners, that is actually, if you are searching for material, to go back and listen to some of Major's podcasts. Uh, they're all still there um, on iTunes and Stitcher, etc. Um, there's one with me if you haven't listened. Um, But uh, yeah, I think you probably, if you like my material, you'll probably enjoy Major's podcast as well. And I think maybe he's left it open that he may come back and continue Straight Up Gay after, well, well, you know, when things are a little more, when he has a bit more time and less nappies, I should imagine. So yes, uh, June... Uh, lots of good things. Um, there was a big birthday in Deptford with lots of friends and who I hadn't seen for ages. So that was lovely to get together with people um, and people who said they'd been listening to the podcast and kind of felt like we'd been <laughs> seeing each other a lot and so didn't feel quite so obliged to worry about seeing me on such a regular basis. So that's the positives and the negatives of a podcast is people, if, if your friends listen to it as well, which uh, quite a few of my friends do, um, they they feel like they know everything and they don't need to listen. Um, so I save them time and money. <laughs> it's just an excuse. I'm such a lonely person. No, it's not at all. I understand completely. Um, and hopefully I have things to offer them when I see them in person that I haven't discussed and that I probably wouldn't discuss on the podcast just because, you know, some things you need to keep to yourself. Um, anyway, um, not that I do, dear listeners. I do give you most of the truth of my life. Um June was also 
another strange thing that happened was we had um, we had the bees nest in our ceiling removed. Um, it was uh, pretty much inactive, but it had been seeping honey for pretty much. I think we worked out in the end it had been seeping honey for well ne- nearly a year <laughs> that we had a little plate and this little plate of honey would fill up every once a week we'd empty it and start again um and it's partly because we were busy and because partly because our landlord uh, didn't get uh, th- things organized um and uh, so yes yeah, so anyway we finally had that removed and you know the weirdest thing seeing these great gigantic honeycombs being pulled from the ceiling above your bed is quite disconcerting to know that there was all this activity going on and i used to hear this little scratching sound and a, and a low buzz um which i blamed to there was also a wasp's nest in a tank above our flat above our apartment and i thought it was just coming from that so you can it's like it's a wasp nest or a bee's nest but this was just a lot closer to home than i realized that there was just a few there was just a few inches between us and 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 however many bees may have been in this gigantic thing that was being pulled through our ceiling anyway it was removed and the flat stank of honey for a very long time is a very peculiar peculiar incident um, but nature at work people um and obviously we want bees in the world but not in your ceiling anyway weird moment number 17 of 2017 um on a slightly more somber note there was also the um well in may i did jump ahead here but in may there were there was the attack in manchester the terror attack at the ariana grande concert which was horrific um and tying that up with the attack at westminster that one then obviously later in the year we had the um the attempted uh, attack on the tube but luckily nobody was seriously hurt on that, that during that one but um but we also had in june we had the london bridge and borough market attack which again was extremely scary very close to home um and a place that i'd said to you before that i frequented and a place that i use and a place that i find very pleasant to go to um and now you go there and it you know life carries on um and i've walked over the bridge many times since and uh, there are lots of bomb uh, uh, barriers and bollards to stop any traffic mounting pavement which is sad that that has to be put onto a bridge now but anyway so it's safer in that way um and as far as borough market life continues and uh i've been out and had a drink down there and it was just lovely to see it was probably more vibrant the last time I was there than ever. So it's, you know, we won't let them beat us. And I just hope that it never affects my friends, family or myself. Anyway, somber, somber. Um, also, good things in June were uh, Chinese Whispers. Um, and that was a, what a joy of a cast and crew. Um, I mentioned Mark. Farrelly earlier who was uh, the lead in that show and has now become a good friend and will be directing me um mr steve nallen who of course became a guest on this very here podcast um peter hardy um the oz actor oz actor australian actor extraordinaire uh, he's done it all 
um, and what a really lovely gentleman he is. He came to see Get Therapy this week and it was lovely to see him and so I hope we continue to stay in touch and hang out. And also to Al Young, the youngest member of the cast, who's now become a father since we last met. And congratulations to you and your good lady on the birth of the baby. Um, Anyway, July was Angels in America. So I was very excited about that. Um, Also, uh, the 26th of September, I'm just going through it now, was when Tempest is your... I was so happy to have my first Rue Girl on this podcast. Um, And I'm hoping to be chatting to others in future. I shall say no more than that. Um, But that was a, a real highlight for me. Um, August was about being away. It was about being out of London. We went to uh, our friend David and Emma's wedding in Shropshire. It was beautiful. Um, Keith and I spent lots of time in uh, the town nearby Ludlow uh, before the wedding and after the wedding. Um, and we were as happy as pigs in doo-doo during that. Uh, it was, the weather was gorgeous and we went to castles and we ate cream teas and we drank uh, ales and wines and just generally relaxed it was great and we also went up to see uh my best man and um his family up in uh, beverly and uh, that was great and then mid-august was also margate pride so we were just away pretty much every weekend in august um and at that point was really happy to be so Anyway, I'm going to move through the rest of the year quite swiftly because I realise I'm just kind of giving dates. I don't need to giving dates, but I just wanted to do this because I know I like hearing other people's summation of the year. So yes, end of August also was uh, was when I interviewed the marvellous Miss Nadia Ginsberg and I loved our chat. I really enjoyed that one. Um, it was such a pleasure to talk to someone who is, you know, really established themselves in the comedy circuit in the US, both on TV and uh, and as a writer and uh, general creative comedically um and uh, yeah i i hope we get to hang out and perhaps perform alongside each other in one way shape or form at some point along the line um or generally just have a nice cup of tea or a glass of wine um so nadia thank you so much that was a pleasure um also as i said september was uh, our friend tom and cat's wedding um and the rest, I'll kind of, because it kind of, you know all the rest, because I've been talking about it all recently. So obviously I was, um, I did lots of work for Transport for London um, to pay bills uh, in between um, Chinese Whispers and um, and doing the uh, Get Therapy. Um, 6th of October, I'm just looking back, sorry, as we speak, I'm, 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 I'm flicking through diary. Uh, yes, 6th of October is when Tim Brown, Tim Brown from Chappie's Musings, interviewed me for his podcast. So again, there's another recommendation for you. Go and listen to Chappie's Musings. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your, download your I, iPods. Oh my God, my brain's a little bit tired still from the show. Wherever you download your podcasts, you'll find Chappie's Musings. Anyway, it's a great uh, and very informal, chatty kind of podcast. And definitely the one I did with him. I think it's quite interesting. I think you might find you get a different take on me because I talk about things that perhaps I wouldn't necessarily talk about on my podcast. So maybe go and have a listen to that. Just to say this year... There are points when I'm doing this and I'm talking to myself in a room on my own and I think, my goodness, why 
it is, this, is, this is quite a strange practice, but it has made me, and a lot of people have said, perhaps you need to pursue radio. So you've got a producer. That's the thing. I'd love to have a producer on board at some point. Um, and and I, I guess I would like to work in radio and, and be able to t- chat to people, um, but have someone overseeing me and taking care of me and making me tea. Um, I have to do it all myself. Um, and that sometimes maybe, am I being narcissistic? Am I just, and it's like, and I go back to why I started it. And it was the very, it was complete opposite. It was actually because I was always so humble. I can't do this. Nobody wants to hear my story. Nobody wants to know about, you know, but one man's journey. And then realised that, no, that's what I was searching for myself and that perhaps it was time to do it, like I'm doing with the one-man show, partly with all the stuff with my mother and, and all the things that affected me and the loss of all the people that were my heroes. It just kind of took me to that place where I thought, no, I have to do that. And so it wasn't really about that. So sometimes I feel like, yes, I'm talking to the air, but I know I'm not because I know that you people are listening. Anyway, real digression there, real digression. Um... To go and listen to Tim Brown's Chappie's Musings. Um, then also in October, we did the Night Memory Walk for Dementia. Uh, I was very proud of that and the money we raised for that. Um, and thank you for everyone who donated. And then, to be honest with you, November was then just about Get Therapy. And I've talked about that um, ad nauseum. So we're done with Get Therapy. Um, really, my thoughts about this year are that I suppose this is this is the true stuff now, is that you life is never straightforward even at the best of times and sometimes we have to remember when we're watching celebrities or even friends who on the outside appear that everything's going very well and sometimes yes life does go well and that's okay and I don't think hopefully you don't wish uh, ill on those people Um, but sometimes if you're going through the mill it can be a bit of a struggle and you think but why me but it's because you're a human and we all go through it. And it it's ongoing. I'm still, as you heard last week when I spoke to my sister, we're still having to deal with this ongoing grief that will stick with us until my mother eventually does pass on. Um, and that, and then we'll have another level of that. And it's, but that's okay. Um, and that with all the, it's been a tough, it's been a tough couple of years for the world. Um, and sometimes you do feel like everything's closing in and that politics and the unfairness of things um, and the terrorism and all those things, you, you can let them eat away at your soul. But hopefully there are things like podcasts and books and music and films and plays and art and nature <laughs> that can take you away from those things. And I think that's my, what I'm trying to say is, because sometimes you need reminding, is when it is tough, go and actively search for things that do bring you bring you back to yourself. Not saying it's going to cure everything and make everything all bright and shiny, but sometimes it's just good to check in. Um, with the rest of the world as far as not just watching the news but what's going on around you I'm I, literally as I'm speaking to you I'm watching a squirrel furid, furage furage <laughs> 
he might be foraging. If he's enjoying himself, I don't care. He's looking for food in a very bare tree, but he looks quite like he's probably managed to find a fair bit already because he's quite a tubby squirrel. And it's those moments in life that when you see a tubby squirrel in a tree that remind you that that goes on um, and that squirrel isn't necessarily impacted by what's going on uh, on Sky News. Um, and that to watch that, he's now washing himself. Anyway, I, you really don't need a running narration of what the squirrel in the tree is doing. But anyway, it's just a reminder of nature at close hand. Um, I really do hope that everybody uh, continues to have a, a, the, the, the Christmas and New Year and uh, and this whole period, which I know sometimes people can find a bit lonely, um, that, that, well... I hope I can be of comfort and um, and uh, a voice to listen to, and I, I I hope that it isn't too tough a period if you are missing people, um, and that lots of people will be missing people this Christmas, and that to bear that in mind, um, but then go and have lots of sherry and mince pies and uh, and make yourself feel better that way <laughs> don't eat yourself to death but um yeah it, it's it's a funny old time and uh certainly in london at the moment it's been a few days without any sunshine it's just kind of this slightly gray white haze over the the city and uh you do start to crave things like sunshine in spring but actually got to try and enjoy it anyway um i am waffling now um I'm going to run and make myself a cup of tea and then I'm going to come and say goodbye properly and then leave you in the capable hands of my Christmas episode. So yes, people, I've got my tea now and I'm ready to... Well, I mean, as I say, I've got my Christmas podcast ready, so I'm kind of signing off with you until uh, 2018. So do have a wonderful time. Enjoy my Christmas podcast and... I'm probably going to listen to it myself and make other people I know listen to it on Christmas Day. So save it to then if you want to. If not, whenever you feel like it. Um, But do have a wonderful time and do be safe and do look after yourselves and look after your families and your friends. Um, Just really, I suppose, the summary of this year is that, you know, as it does, life flows. Um... And you don't always see how life is going to take you. You don't see necessarily, you you can't see where life's going to take you. Um, but even with the ups and downs, that it life can be fun, it can be exciting, it can keep you awake, it can stimulate you. Um, and you can really, if, if you are kind to people in the world, you can reap the rewards yourself. You'll get it back tenfold. Um, and that if you have a dream or or something, if you, like me, like I said, I've discussed with you all before, if you have a fear, and my fear was doing this, is to face it as, as much as you can. I would always say, and it might seem traumatic and horrible, but to get through it and come out the other side is so rewarding. Um, 
And if you allow yourself to do that, that potentially you can go beyond dreams and expectations that you have for yourself and for the world around you and try not to get bogged down with what the world throws at us as humans. Um, I'm going to say the word mindfulness one more time. Always go back and just find things on YouTube for yourself, something that works for you, an exercise that you can do before you start a day. Um, and if that helps, then brilliant. Um, and really just, yeah, thank you so genuinely so much from the bottom of my heart. And please keep subscribing. Please keep coming back. And I have lots of exciting people lined up for the new year. So let's look forward to a sunnier 2018. Okay, gang. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you.